there's just been great increase in my faith because it forced me to go into the Word and not just learn it as head knowledge, but learn it as heart knowledge. No one can take that truth away from me. Today on The Believer's Voice of Victory, Kenneth Copeland teaches how every born-again child of God has the Lord's power within them. Become God-inside-minded and tap into that power for your healing. Now here's Kenneth. Open your Bibles with me to the sixth chapter of the book of Genesis. Genesis chapter 6. Verse 3, the Lord said, My spirit shall not always strive with man, for that he also is flesh, yet his days shall be a hundred and twenty years. Now, the New Living Testament, which is really... Uh, it deals with and, and touches on something here that, that is, is more accurate. It says, for he is flesh only. Now that changed once Jesus was raised from the dead. We are no longer just flesh only because our spirits have been born again. Now, let me correct you on something. Don't ever, 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 ever say, I'm only human. No, you're not. You've been born again. Hallelujah. You've been raised up to sit with him in heavenly places. I am not just human. Hallelujah. No more than Jesus is just human. No, doesn't that thrill you? Oh, I, I, oh, yeah, hallelujah. Now then, oh, I got to come down there. I'm, I'm too far away from you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father. We'll um, turn now to Psalm 91 the 91st Psalm. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High. Mark, Most High. You can't get any higher than that. (laughs) Um, I, um, there's, oh, you go back to traditional Pentecost and, uh, and, and there's a song that said, Lord, send the power just now. Amen. Well, back in the, my, you know, my very early days, I, I was there at Old Roberts University and, and like I said earlier, when I first got there, I was scripturally illiterate. I mean, I, 
<laughs> I didn't know anything about the Bible. And, uh, <laughs> and, and I'd, I'd heard some of these um, sayings and stuff. And I'm praying that one. Oh, Lord, just send the power just now. Send the power just now. Oh, God. <laughs> and don't you love it when, when Jesus interrupts your stupid praying? <laughs> he won't do it unless you invite him to. The Holy Spirit is absolute, it's perfect, gentlemen. He, he won't do it. But if you invite him to do so, uh, he, he will take great pleasure in interrupting that mess. And, and I just, and just he, he said, where am I going to get it? I said, huh? Said, Didn't you say send the power just now? I said, yeah. Where am I going to get it? I still didn't catch on. I said, I don't know. <laughs> he said, who am I going to turn to and say, Kenneth needs more power? <laughs> I saw it. <laughs> oh, send us more power. Send the power just now. Now, and he said something to me that shook me up and it still shakes me to my core when I think about it. He said, Kenneth, I filled you with myself. He said, I didn't trust you to an angel. He said, I could have filled you with an angel. He said, what do you think a demon possessed man? He said, when Satan himself possesses somebody, what, what do you think it is? The madman of Gadara was possessed with the devil himself. An angel. Well, he said, no, no, I filled you with myself and all the power you could ever need or require is right there. Whoa. And that's, that's when he said something that I have said it, I've written it, I've used it over the years. He said, I want you to become God inside minded. My healer is right in here. All the healing power is right on the inside of you right now. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God. That's, that's enough to come to church this morning for right there. Say it. God is inside me. I am God inside minded. Not God far away minded. Not God in heaven only minded. But God's inside me. He lives in me. He abides in me. He is my advocate. He's my counselor. He's my comforter. He's my strengthener. He's my intercessor. And he is my healer. <laughs> oh, come on. Give him a shout. I received my healing from my Jesus this morning. Say it. I know my Jesus. 
He loves me and I love him. Now, you don't have to wait till this service is over to get healed. I'm the, the, we, we're, here, we're here to receive this morning. Now, now yeah, thank you, Lord. So, so, some people say, I just don't understand uh, why, I, I just don't understand why God didn't heal me this morning. Healing always comes. Always. It's not always received. Can you see it? Every human being on the face of this earth, every human being can receive salvation. Every one of them. The scripture says he's not holding our trespasses against us. Nothing you ever did in all your life would keep you from receiving the new birth. Amen. Why? It's already done. It's, all, it's just, it's, <laughs> think this in your mind. Think there, there, there's a low hanging overcast right here, like a cloud. Just, 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 just see it right here. Life is in that cloud. Righteousness is in that cloud. Healing is in that cloud. The baptism of the Holy Ghost is in that cloud. I mean, it's just right there. He has tasted death for us. And it's right there in that cloud. But you ain't going to get it unless you receive it. But all you have to do is say, Jesus, it's mine. The glory is here. The glory is here. Say, it's mine. I take it now. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All right. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High God shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. My God in him will I trust. Now the Amplified Translation says, and then surely he will deliver me. Now, I want you to notice very carefully this is written grammatically kind of strange. Did you ever notice that? I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress. My God in him will I trust. Surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler. He shall cover thee with his feathers and under his wings shall you trust. His truth shall be your shield and buckler, thou shalt not be afraid of the terror by night. Now, I want to, I want you to do something. You're the one that made that statement in verse two. 
I will say of the Lord. Now there's three people in this song. You, Jesus, and the Father. Because see, we, we're, we're, we're living in this psalm right now. But it's three persons. You made your statement, and that's the last thing you say throughout this whole song. Now, Jesus begins to speak. You say, I will say of the Lord, he's my refuge and my fortress, my God in him will I trust. Surely he will deliver you. That's weird. Unless you realize when you said that, Jesus begins to speak to you. Surely he, he who, the almighty God. Jesus is saying, you said I will say of the Lord. Jesus said, surely he will deliver you. Are you got it? All right. Now let's, oh, oh, I'm telling you, (laughs) healing, healing, it's just, it's, 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 it's going to just get them walk around in here. I will say of the Lord, he's my refuge, my fortress, my God in him will I trust. Jesus is now saying to me and to you, surely he, the almighty God, shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover you, Kenneth, with his feathers and under his wings shall you trust. His truth shall be your shield and buckler. Now, Kenneth, you will not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flies by day, nor for the pestilence, the the sickness and diseases of long continuance and, and so forth, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. Kenneth, a thousand shall fall at your side and 10,000 at your right hand, but it shall not come nigh you, son. Only with your eyes. Now, I made a little note right there, like a bad movie. I'm, I'm here in this secret place. Only with your eyes shall you behold and see the reward of the, the, of the wicked. Now listen, listen to this. Because, because, Kenneth, you have made the Lord, which is my refuge... He's the one that raised Jesus from the dead. He's the one that brought him out of hell. Isn't that precious? Because, Kenneth, you have made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the most high, your habitation. Dear Lord and Lord. 
There shall no evil befall you, neither shall any plague come nigh your dwelling. Thank you, Jesus. I just declare it. No plague comes nigh my house. No, no sickness or disease can get in my house. Now, I'm, I'm talking house from two different places. I'm talking my household, but I'm talking about this tabernacle, this house in which I live. This physical body is the house that you and I live in. Peter said, if this, this tabernacle is dissolved, amen. Well, it's not going to dissolve until we get done with it. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. (laughs) Stay with me now. Neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling, for he shall give his angels charge over you to keep you in all your ways. Now, I want you to notice something here. His angels have been charged to keep you from the snare of the fowler, the noisome pestilence, cover you with his feathers, under his wings shall you trust, not be afraid of the terror by night. Why? Because your angels have been given charge to protect you. They shall bear you up in their hands, lest you dash your foot against a stone. You, Kenneth Copeland, shall tread upon the lion and the adder. The young lion and the dragon shall you trample underfoot. Well, the father just couldn't be still. So he he speaks up. And he says, because Kenneth has set his love upon me, Therefore will I deliver him. I'll set him on high because he has known my name. (laughs) He shall call upon me and I will answer him. I'll be with him in trouble. I'll deliver him and honor him with long life. With a hundred and twenty years will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. It's shouting time in church this morning. Glory to God. You don't have any business with with, with your heart acting up. That thing's got to run for a hundred and twenty years. Claim it. It's yours. Claim it. It's in the will and testament. Jesus is the only man that wrote a will, died, raised from the dead to probate his own will. (laughs) He's the healer and he's in the house today. I am John, and this is Claudia Kreider. We are now from Huntington, Indiana. I believe the first time we went to a a function or a meeting was uh, 97 in 
uh, Washington, D.C. And it was impactful. And we thought, well, how do you access more uh, of, of this? So we've been chasing the, the knowledge of the Word and the growth in the Spirit ever since. So uh, October of 2014, I went and had just a routine mammogram like I've had for a while, um, never expecting anything, have been blessed with good health, no risk factors for any health issues. Um, and the radiologist found something on there that he thought needed to be further investigated. So he suggested a biopsy, which uh, said that I had an invasive breast cancer. I wasn't afraid. I was really a little angry about it. Like, how dare you put this on me? Um, and my first instinct really was for to go to prayer and to go to the Word. Because by that point in my Christian walk, I had learned a lot from um, KCM and from Gloria Copeland's healing schools of how to fight disease and uh, living by faith. First, I went to the Word and found all the scriptures on healing that really spoke to my heart. And I started to confess those three times a day. I made a list. I had a three-page printed out list. And I continued to confess those until it got from my head to my heart. And I remember a time when it was just so real to me that no one could tell me otherwise. And then the decision by the surgeon was that they do a lumpectomy, take out the tissue that was affected, and um, check a lymph node, the closest lymph node. So I learned through that process, there's a, there's facts and there's truth, you know? There's a diagnosis that comes on a piece of paper, but the truth is from the Word, and that's ultimately what is going to cause us to survive and to overcome this and to be healed. So um, the morning of the surgery, I decided I want to write down the things I exactly am believing for so that when I go back afterwards, it's written, it's documented, and I'll have it there. So the first one on the list was that the biopsy or the, the surgery would find no traces of cancer at all. The second one was there would be no complications from the surgery. The third one was that I would have a great testimony to everyone that I met through this whole process. Went through the surgery, piece of cake, went home, you know, no problems at all. So I'm waiting to hear from the surgeon, expecting good things, and I'm waiting and waiting and waiting. So finally when they called back, they said, Claudia, we can't find anything on this tissue. Nothing abnormal. And um, the reason it took so long is that they had to double check everything. They had to go back to the original biopsy. Did we get the right spot? Did we? Were we wrong in the first diagnosis, you know? It, and I said, well, praise God. This is exactly what I've been praying for. KCM, the ministry, obviously, Gloria and Kenneth, what they endured to endure and to build a ministry that would years later have an impact for us and so many others and every single person affiliated with them. 
is meaningful to us. He can do this for anyone that just decides to believe his word. And how different the outcome could have been had I not been taught, didn't know. You know, people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. So I could have accepted that as, oh, oh dear, that's my fate, you know. Um, but no, you know, I know the plan that God has for me, and it does not include breast cancer. So, you know, there's just been great increase in my faith because it forced me to go into the Word and not just learn it as head knowledge, but learn it as heart knowledge. No one can take that truth away from me. We hope you enjoyed today's teaching from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. And remember, Jesus is Lord.